Welcome to Environment Matters with me, Amanda Yorworth. Environment Matters is the show that brings you news on issues of sustainability and the environment from around St Albans and from further afield. Now, anecdotally, we hear that there is renewed interest in the environment following our period of lockdown. We feel more connected with nature, having had the time to observe spring unfolding. We're more likely to walk or cycle. And we're concerned about the circumstances that led to the virus that's responsible for the current pandemic and made it so much worse for some people. And this has led to the creation of two new local groups set up by people who have grasped the opportunity that COVID has given and want to work for a better future. Later, we'll hear from Helen Furs and her son Benji, who are concerned about factory farming. But first, let's hear from Chris Allen, who has set up the St Albans Build Back Better group. Chris, thank you very much for joining me. So could you just tell me how the Build Back Better movement started and, and what attracted you to it? So the Build Back Better campaign uh, is run by um, Green New Deal UK, which is a, an organisation which has a, a steering group, including organisations like Greenpeace, New Economics Foundation, um, and PCS, which is the Public and Commercial Services Union. So um, th- that's the organisation which is running the campaign. Uh, in terms of what attracted me to it, um, I've been f- feeling fed up recently uh, in terms of feeling sort of helpless in terms of um, the UK politics. Um, and I've been very much worried about the climate crisis. So I wanted to see if there was anything I could do locally to try and improve on that situation. Okay. So this is a UK wide movement and you've set up a local group for that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, So the campaign goes across the UK uh, and the aim is to get groups lobbying locally, uh, often within the constituencies in order to put pressure on MPs. Right. So what is it that the Build Back Better campaign is asking for? So it's asking for MPs to represent a Green New Deal in Parliament. So this is a coronavirus recovery plan, um, which has the following principles. Um, Securing the health and needs of everyone in the UK now and into the future. So that's talking access to food, healthcare, income, clean and affordable energy and transport and more. Uh, Protecting and investing in our public services, so NHS and social care and so on. Um, Decarbonising the economy. Um, and trying to tackle inequality and improve um, the quality of people's lives, as well as creating secure and well-paid green jobs. Uh, Investing in people, so redistributing power towards people in the community rather than um, towards banks and corporations. Uh, And building solidarity and community across borders, so trying to end global injustices, conflicts and environmental degradation where possible. And am I right in thinking that the Build Back Better movement has sort of just started um, in the um, in the, the shadow of COVID, uh, uh, using that as an opportunity for change? Yes, it has. This campaign specifically has. The idea of a Green New Deal has been around for over 10 years and takes many forms in, in different countries. But yes, um, although the COVID outbreak obviously is, is by far from the ideal situation, um, we can look at it as an opportunity to examine the way we live currently uh, and think about what we need to do to change that. I I mean, recently we've seen the sort of rule book for the economy turned on its head. um, uh, And we've actually seen that it is possible for the government to suddenly start using money to prop up people's jobs uh, and improve the environment where possible, um, supporting local communities, which is something that 
outside of times of crisis, you don't often see happening. Um, but given that we are in a climate crisis, I think we can see that when required, the government can and should take action um, to do everything it can to support people and the environment. So it sounds like you you feel that you're seeing signs that your campaign could be successful. I like to think it has to support at least a, a wider basis. Um, I mean, as I say, the idea of a Green New Deal isn't a new one. Um, and it's one that has a lot of support. I know that some major political parties are, are proposing their own version of a New Deal. And it's something that's being talked about a lot in the US as well. Um, so I think the idea itself has a lot of traction. Um, and to be honest, whatever form it takes, uh, as long as it sticks closely enough to those principles, I'd be happy with it. Um, we're still organising locally uh, and we'd still love people to get involved uh, in that. But I like to think that the ideas behind this campaign are things which the vast majority of people will be able to get on board with. Right. So, um, so uh, as you say, most of the campaigning is going to be done locally. So, will, are you asking people uh, just to uh, email uh, or to? Um, is there any physical sort of protest involved? So what sort of nature is your campaign? The form that it will take um, is handing in a letter to our MP, which in St Albans is Daisy Cooper. Um, we will hopefully try and organise some kind of event around the hand-in so we can uh, make a song and dance about it and, and get the publicity that we need. Um, but in terms of what people can do and what local groups and organisations can do um, is agree to sign that letter uh, and make as much noise about the campaign as they can on social media uh, and, and to their members or, or groups or organisations. So we're asking uh, local businesses, um, organisations, groups, community groups, um, you know, food banks, hospitals, um, whatever form that may take for faith groups and, and so on, um, to get involved, uh, sign the letter if, if they agree with the campaign and the principles of the campaign. Uh, and then we can, once we've got our hand in date sorted, um, we will submit that to Daisy Cooper and, and try and get her to agree to represent that in Parliament. Okay, so Chris, where do we find out more about what you're doing and and sign up for your campaign? Uh, if you want to see more about the campaign itself, you can go to buildbackbetteruk.org. That's the website for the campaign itself. Um, if you'd like to get involved locally, if you're um, involved with a local business or organisation or group of any kind, you can email St Albans GND at gmail.com. St Albans GND for Green New Deal. Uh, and you can find us on Facebook and Twitter as well at Build Back Better St Albans. Okay, and and just to stress this, this is um, this is rather than being party political, this is uh, sort of an interpolitical campaign. Yes, that's right. The campaign itself isn't aligned with any political organisations. Um, as I say, we're more than happy for local branches of political parties to say that they support this and they would like to get involved, but the campaign itself isn't aligned with any po uh, political parties. Okay. Chris, thank you very much indeed for explaining that to us. Thanks very much, Amanda. I was talking there to Chris Allen from St Albans Build Back Better. And local woman Helen Furs has also been spurred into action by the COVID pandemic and she set up a St Albans group for the international charity Compassion in World Farming. I spoke to Helen. Helen, thank you very much indeed for joining me. So the charity Compassion in World Farming, well, it's been around for decades. Why did you decide to set up a local group now? 
well, I wanted to join the local group, but there wasn't one. So I decided to set one up. Um, I've been a member of Compassion World Farming all my life, really. It was set up in 1967 by a dairy farmer who was horrified at the development of intensive factory farming. And it campaigns against um, various issues such as the live export of animals and all systems of factory farming. So um, factory farming is pretty disastrous for human health and the planet. A few people realise there's a direct link between wildlife decline and factory farming. Um, it's a big driver of species extinction. So, for example, in Brazil, um, huge areas of grassland and rainforests are being converted to soya plantations. And that soya production goes to factory farming to feed the animals that we're rearing across the EU. Um, also, climate change. So factory farming is fueling climate change by releasing vast quantities of CO2 and methane. Uh, it's also producing nitrous oxide and polluting water sources. Um, another issue is antibiotic resistance. Um, because all the animals are kind of cramped together in these big factory farms, um, we have to use antibiotics so they don't get ill. Um, and unfortunately, farming is then contributing to antibiotic resistance, which will then affect our health. You know, if there's a world without effective antibiotics, it's a terrifying prospect. And that there is a link, obviously, between animal farming and pandemics. And so it's a conversation we need to be having about what are we going to do about the future? Because we don't know the, about the origin of COVID-19 at the moment. We know it's had something to do with animals. So ideally, we need to, to eradicate factory farming to prevent any more possible pandemics in the future. Right. OK. I mean, we already have things like the RSPCA. Why do we need compassion in world farming as well? Um, well, this is very specific against uh, a campaigning against factory farming, which is a massive issue that doesn't seem to get much publicity. Is the charity opposed to um, the farming of animals per se? Um, no, no, not at all. It was set up by a dairy farmer. It's, 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 it's more to do with um, making sure farming is done sustainably and without causing animal suffering. So it's kind of going back to the way it was, I guess, where where animals led happy lives in the fields. Okay. The kind of pictures you see on, on pictures of meat when you go to the supermarket. Okay. But unfortunately, the reality for those animals is very different. And often they don't even see the sunshine. They're stuck inside sheds all their yeah. lives. Um, so, yes, there's so many problems with um, factory farming that okay. aren't really... Aren't, aren't really very well publicised, I don't think. No. Um, so do, are you able to just give us a couple of examples of things that the charity has already achieved? It's campaigned against um, dishonest labelling of food. So, for example, the um, the labelling you now see on eggs and that kind of thing, that's, that's where it's had successes. So it's putting a lot of pressure onto um, companies to make sure they have honest labelling on meat and dairy products. And Helen, how about the the issues, the main issues that, that it's campaigning on at the moment? Um, I think it's ongoing, to be honest. I mean, I think that the factory farming is, is a massive one and also very relevant because, of course, of the link between factory farming and um, viruses, so the impact on human health. So the fact that factory farms are breeding grounds for pandemics as you say, actually, factory farming has been a, around since um, before the charity was set up and, uh, yes. and unfortunately continues. Um, so how do you think having a local group will help? 
Um, well, I think it's just raising awareness, isn't it, of, of the problem? Because, we, you know, we are an, an, a nation of animal lovers, um, but so many people aren't aware of how their food is produced and w- what impact that has on the animals. So really, it's just about starting that discussion about where your food has come from and and what is involved. So the impact of, of, of that choice in the supermarket, what that impact is on, on, the, on the planet and on the animals themselves. So I think it's more about just kind of talking to people in the streets. Obviously, we can't do that at the moment because we're not really allowed out. So it's at the moment, we're doing a lot of stuff online. So sharing petitions and sharing articles about factory farming, just to raise awareness of it, really. You, you, you set up a couple of weeks ago. Have you found that there's a good level of interest locally? Um, yes, I did. I did post on the St Albans Eco um, site and got a lot of support on there. Um, there was an article in the Hearts ad as well about it. So I'm, hope, I'm hoping that it will have a ripple effect and as more people join, more people will find out about it and um, get involved. But obviously, as I Indeed. say, it's very strange at the moment because we can't really do much at the moment <laughs> in, in real life. Okay. And, and Helen, where do we find you? Um, if you go to Facebook, I have a um, group that's called Compassion in Hearts Volunteers. But to find more out about the charity, you can go to the Compassion in World Farming website just to find out more about their um, campaigns at the moment. Indeed. Helen, thank you very much indeed. You're welcome. Benji, thank you very much indeed for joining me. So you're a member of the new group that your mum set up, St. Thomas Compassion in World Farming. Is there anything that particularly worries you? Um, well, the fact that... Pigs are being put in cages in factory farms. Okay. Um, And how did you find out about the conditions that pigs are kept in? Well, I was... Well, pigs are my favourite animal. So I just thought... I, I just wondered what their life was like. Okay, so do you look online to find out information about this? Well, to be honest, I just asked my parents. All right, okay, obviously a good source of information. Um, so do you know if any of your friends um, are also concerned about pigs? Uh, not really. All right, <laughs> okay. Then. Um, so that. is there anything that we can do to help pigs? What, what would you like people in St Albans do to help them? Well, um... Try to stop eating pigs. Okay. Uh, but if you like really want to, then try and get free range. Okay. Yeah. Um, because free range animals they are kept in much better conditions, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Benji, thank you very much indeed. Uh, you're welcome. And Benji, we'll be pleased to know that Compassion in World Farming has indeed got a petition to end the use of cages for farm animals in the UK, and that does include for pigs. And he does raise an interesting point there. Where is the best place for children to find out about potentially frightening or upsetting um, issues, things like climate change and factory farming? Um, And whilst parents are surely a good place to start, treading the fine line between being honest without being traumatising is a fine one, isn't it? Um, That's one for another show. And do take a look at the podcast of The Parent Show from during last year's Sustainability Festival for advice on eco-anxiety in children. 
Now, the news grow community Sopwell members are not only growing lots of delicious food um, to enjoy for themselves, but they've also been collecting their surplus for the local food bank. Um, so well done to all the green fingered and generous members of Grow Community Sopwell. And if you're missing visiting productive local gardens and getting tips from their owners in the sustainable um, St. Tolbans Open Food Gardens, um, then uh, um, that's been running for a few years, then you might like to know that you can take a virtual tour of three gardens on the Sustainable St. Albans website. Um, do take a look for some bit of inspiration, some handy tips, or just have a little peek at what somebody else's garden looks like. Um, and you can hear my conversation with Kate Swindles from Grow Community Sopwell. Um, if you go to the podcast page of RadioRolum.com, where you'll find podcasts of every Environment Matters programme, and you can always subscribe through your favourite podcast provider. It's always good to hear from you. Um, do stay in touch via Twitter at RV underscore Environment, via the Environment Matters Facebook page, if you like the page, or you can drop me a line on Amanda at RadioRolum.com if you've got a comment about the show or any ideas that you'd like me to cover. I will be back at the same time next week, but until then, thank you for listening.